right, so let's just talk before this decides to die on me. All right, so this week we're talking about Brittany Howard. First of all, I need to publicly apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, last week I could not think of her name. It's okay. So I called her Amber Howard. And then I was like, I know that's not her name. And you were like, sure it is. And And I I was like, yeah, it's okay. And then my friend Gia FaceTime calls me Monday night. And she goes, I need to yell at you. Because (laughs) how dare you call Brittany Howard Amber? Who is that? And I was like, I don't know. Leave me alone. I put on the YouTube video that like, no, I was, you kept saying Amber. And I was like, I just like would flash up and be like, no, it's not. It's not Amber. And I was like, yes, it is. And then, like, when I said yes, it is, I was like, no, it isn't. <laughs> it is not. Uh, so, big apologies there. But Brittany Howard is 30 years old, and she is from Athens, Alabama. Uh, she's technically Alabama. in three bands, not including her own. So, she was, like, most famously in Alabama Shakes, which was mm-hmm. how most of us know her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's also in a band called Thunder Bitch, which is, like, decently Same. popular. Like, people people know about Thunder Bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's in another band called Bermuda Triangle, which I've never heard of before. That's cool, though. Uh-huh. Make your music, girl. Do it. Um, so she learned to play piano and write poetry for her sister, Jane, me. Wow. Uh, her sister was sick, um, and she died at the age of 13 from retinoblastoma um, in 1998. Brittany also had retinoblastoma, but she survived, but she's blind in one eye because of it. Is that like a cancer, like an eye cancer or something? It sounds like that's what that is. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of crazy. That is crazy. Uh, so, like, that's how she started music um and then this whole album was made for her sister basically nice um because it's named after her Mm -hmm. um she worked for usps um until her and her high school friend started alabama shakes and he was the bassist they went to high school together Mm -hmm. and then they found a drummer and a guitarist after that um But recently, I think it was uh, either early this year or last year, she stepped away from Alabama Shakes uh, after a bout of writer's block and went on a journey of self-discovery and then realized that she needs full autonomy over her music Mm -hmm. um, for a minute. She was like, I need to be fully in control of what I'm creating for a minute. Like, just let me be the only creator. Yeah. And and we'll go from there. So that's how this album was born. Nice. Um, it was released September 20th, 2019, uh, and has been named Best New Music by Pitchfork with an 8.6 rating. There you go. That says it all right there. She has roughly 887,000 monthly listeners on Spotify and roughly 38,000 followers on Spotify as well. Um, she's a baller. She is a baller. I, I I highly enjoyed this album. Yeah, I did too. Very there were parts, good. there were parts of it that I skipped. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the like chanty ranty parts. Yeah, which like we have very that, like, we have, like very opposite favorite things on this album. Yeah, uh, like the first time I listened to it, I listened to them obviously because 
you have to if you're going to review an album. You have to listen to every song right. all the way through. Um, but the second on, I would skip those parts because mm-hmm. uh, I just don't want to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. I I liked the, are you talking about 13th Century Metal? I think that was the chanty one. I think so, yeah. I, I didn't really like dive into the lyrics or anything too much, but I just, there's just a lot of emotion in it. And it was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's so, cool. Because she's just yelling <clears throat> and like. I have Genius pulled up and Brittany Howard says that the title of the song is very literal. Uh, the song sounds like metal music, but it also sounds like a Gregorian chant. Robert Glasper plays on this record. And the funny thing about it is that he was just trying to figure out how to use his weird keyboard. Um, the drummer, Nate Smith, had said, Rob, go play these keys and see if you can get a good sound out of them. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the booth and messes around, playing and playing. And finally I'm like, wait, this is good. Are you hitting record? Rob plays through the whole song, and it's all improvised, one take. And at the wow. end, I added in this poetry that I had written one day when I really needed inspiration. Uh, it was after Trump had been elected and Prince had died, and there was a lot of bad shit happening. And she said, wow, I don't know about this world. And she started writing. Nice. And so that's why it says, like, in the lyrics she says, uh, I hear the voices of the unheard speak for those who cannot speak and shelter the minds that carry a message of peace, love, and prosperity. And that's when she goes into the we're all brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Whoa. Sorry, my phone just buzzed. Um, yeah. What was your favorite? Mine was Stay High. Mm-hmm. Um, so this song is actually about her dad. And um, how he was, like, a special member of her family. Um... Uh, I don't know. I just really, I really like this song. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Like, I'm, I'm not saying I didn't like this song, but can, when I listen to it in the context of listening to the album, it sticks out to me style wise. And like, I'm not saying they all need to sound the same, but like, it has like the little ping, 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 like in it, you know what I mean? And I just, it just felt more like, I don't really know how to describe it. It just felt less like soulful-ish kind of. It had a little less of that style. Still very good though. But I w- There was a little bit of a acoustic tone to it. Yeah. Which is not really what she goes for yeah. usually. Yeah. It was just, it was just like very different from the rest of them, which is fine. But like. I was just a little thrown off because when you only have the one song on the whole album that's very different than the rest of them, you know, like there wasn't Mm -hmm. another one that like mirrored it or anything. But I always say this shit as if I make any of this, like, you know, as if I do this, but. I also really liked He Loves Me, Mm -hmm. um, which is weird for me to like that song because it's very much a song rooted in religion. Yeah. Um, but I like the sentiment of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the first verse is, I don't go to church anymore, but I know he still loves me. And it's all about how, like, no matter what I do, I know that this higher power is on my side. Right. 
which I think is cool. Like that she's, she's, she's like tight in her faith like that. I don't yeah. know. I mean, and like, I mean, we don't need to go into religion or anything on this podcast because we each have our own issues with it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for some people that really works, and if you use it for good and for you know your personal growth and all of that more power to you you know yeah that's 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 great i'm i I can that's the kind of religion that i can get behind you know when you use it to actually spread love and things like that yeah Yeah, i'm 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 down for that part the other part not so much but but yeah what was your favorite my favorite was short and sweet because it's a ballad of course um Mm -hmm. it it kind of gave me like some Ella Fitzgerald vibes a little bit okay um just a little a little touch of that and it's just I don't know her voice is just really nice on it I also did like 13th century metal a lot just because it it felt very emotional and very powerful um Mm -hmm. hold on I I have such an issue remembering the names let me pull it up because there was another one I think that I wanted to talk about While you're looking that up, um, I would, the first half of this album was better for me than the last half, mm-hmm. with the exception of Baby. Yeah. What is what is what does your note mean? What note? Baby what gives say? me AS vibes. What does that mean? Alabama shakes. Oh, okay. I was like, what is that? Baby sounds like Alabama Baby shakes to me. Which vibes? As vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if. Maybe I was comparing this album to Alabama Shakes too much, mm-hmm. but I I am a huge Alabama Shakes fan. I fucking love everything that they do. Um, so I, it's possible that I did that, but I think that's why I like Baby so much. It's because it gave me Alabama Shakes vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really listen to them my, very much, so you don't. I, don't. I should. Oh, I need so to. Good. I know. But <laughs> um, I said that this album was lyrically more but musically less interesting than Alabama Shakes Mm -hmm. so like lyrically there was a lot more substance and uh I mean that was kind of the whole point of this album is that she needed to find herself again in music and Mm -hmm. you can tell through her lyrics but um musically I feel like there's a lot less there um it's just all like very stripped back and it I mean, obviously she has a band, but it's not the full band yeah. of people who understand each other and work together all the time. Right. It's like she um, she gave she delegated. Okay, you're gonna play this, you know. Right. Um. So, again, all all of my criticisms are related to Alabama Shakes, mm-hmm. but what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, I don't. I know that I really need to listen to them. And I just haven't. I don't know where I've been. Actually, we know where I've been. I've been in my playlists that I don't ever get out of because I'm a piece of shit. But that's all right. But no, I... Boys and Girls is fantastic. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite albums of theirs. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll definitely um, listen. And then Sound and Color is the second one. But Boys and Girls is like... It's, it's there mm-hmm. for me. It's a solid fucking album. Yeah. Yep, I don't remember which one I wanted to talk about. I, I agree with the, the first half I felt was a lot stronger than the second half. The very last song, Run, was it Run to Me? Whatever it is. 
read it I don't to me. know if I was necessarily into that one. It just felt... And I'm, I'm sure if I, like, really dove into it and all that kind of stuff, which, you know, I probably should since this is a podcast and this is what it's for, but I never do because I'm garbage. But it just felt a little chaotic to me. Like, kind of in a weird... This is funny. Kind of in a weird way. That makes sense because... So, I'm reading on Genius uh, what the artists have said about the mm-hmm. song. And Brittany says, This is a weird one. <laughs> I was cleaning my house and had my laptop on bed. Now, I never do this, but you can play keys using Logic and essentially play a fake digital piano. And on this day, on the fly, I wrote this entire synth track while grabbing bottles of Kome and cleaning my shower. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Comet, sorry. Why did I feel the need to say it that way? Comet, bottles of Comet, the shower cleaning. <laughs> I said Comey as if she, I thought I, like, I read Kome. it as if she was drinking something. <laughs> Anyways, drinking I kept repeating the line. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I kept repeating the line run to me in my head, probably because I was sad at the time since who I was with was pretty shitty. I had these little Apple headphones that had the little mic, and I'd just sing into that as words popped into my head. Funny enough, those original vocals are the ones on the final track. Nice. That's probably why it feels chaotic to me. I mean, like, I'm not saying this necessarily in a bad way. I just... It's Mm -mm. just, like, one of those it's kind of hard to just, like, listen to, like, Mm -hmm. while you're doing something, because it's, like, you know... But this is definitely one of those albums, like, I was listening to it again this morning, and, like, looking out my balcony, and it was rainy <laughs> and, like, gross, and I just had, like, my lamp on low, and I was just like, mwah, chef's kiss, lovely feeling, so relaxing. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. That's that. You have three like app it. updates like available. No. So, yeah, I like her. I do too. She's cool as fuck. She is. I remember the first time I ever saw her on TV. Um, I think it was at the Grammys. I was gonna say I didn't. They were I know they performing did at the Grammys. I think that she's. I think they won a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Or were nominated. I can't like, remember. It was like three years ago. I feel like I remember being in my uh, old apartment. Because I remember watching that. It, uh, it was in 2012. Was it? They released Boys and Girls, and uh, they were given multiple Grammy Award nominations. Well, I guess I wasn't in my apartment. I she was, was high uh, <laughs> <laughs> named the recipient of Billboard's Women in Music Powerhouse Award in 2015, nice. which, of course, yeah, of course she was. Sure. She is. She is like. If you think of powerhouse, like modern day powerhouse, I think of Brittany Hackard. Mm, for sure. Um, but I just remember the first time we saw her on TV, like I had listened to Alabama Shakes before, because I think, I think one of their songs from Boys and Girls was on Parenthood, and so my parent, my, my family started listening to Alabama Shakes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we saw her on there, and she moves her mouth. In such a specific way when she sings. Like, her mouth is a f- perfect circle sometimes. Oh, that's weird. And it's just, like, so interesting to just watch her sing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's wild. Some I, I always find it interesting when people, like, 
sing like like their stage presence and the way that they move their mouth is like really kind of odd yeah yeah i never find it odd which I find song it cool. is it one of the songs on here she like speaks at the beginning and then it goes into her singing i think it's one of the last three but like you almost don't like her speaking voice and her singing voice are so different mm-hmm. Like, her speaking voice is very feminine. Yeah. And then her singing voice has, like, a masculine tone to it. Yeah, it does. And so it was really, like, she was like, and I'm Britney, and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it's Britney, bitch. (laughs) It's Britney, bitch. (laughs) So, I I just really like her. Yeah, she's very good. I know, I've definitely, like, there's... God, I'm exposing myself. Sometimes when we listen to albums, it's like I listen to them and then I'm like, okay, I'm, I've moved on completely from that. I probably won't go back mm-hmm. to it. I'll probably go back to some of this. This is this is yeah. one of those that will make me continue listening to it. Definitely. There's at least a couple of the songs I'll add to my yeah. Yeah, for sure. library. I want to make a playlist for sitting and for looking sure. out my window, so maybe this will be on it. <laughs> Um, well, you guys can tell us what you liked on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, on YouTube. You can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere you can find a podcast. We're probably there. If we're not, find a different podcast mm-hmm. app. Um, oh, I wanted to say, really quick, I'm interrupting. It's National Podcasting Day today. Is it really? Is. Spotify sent me a notification Woo-hoo! this morning. So... That's that's all. That's fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening Woo-hoo! to our stupid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, maybe we should shout out a couple podcasts that we like to listen to. Okay, yeah. For, for other National people can Podcasting listen to. Day. Well, y'all know what I like to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like, I've, in the last couple of months, binged through all of Crime Junkies. Mm-hmm. Which, if you do, you listen to Crime Junkies? I don't, but I need to move on because I just caught up to the one I was binging. So, yeah, you would like. I think you would like Crime Junkies. It's very. um, I like it more than my favorite murder. If I'm being honest, Um, there's a lot less chit chat, Mm -hmm. and when they're talking through a story, there's not jokes. So it's it's very serious, and most of them are unsolved um, because they partner with uh, Crime Stoppers. That sounds like. the Murder Squad. It is on the Exactly Right Network with uh, mm-hmm. Billy Jensen and Paul Holes. That one's really good too. Those are mostly unsolved, and they're like they're like new cases, so they're like here's all the details. We're asking you if you know anything. Let us know. Yeah. So that one's good too. I also the one I yeah. just caught up to Small Town Murder, which like you know no slander to MFM because I you know tried and true that was the first crime podcast I got into. Still love it, but like yeah. I like Small Town Murder better also, just because they, they actually do have a lot more jokes, but I don't know. They're just way darker in humor, and it's just so funny. It's so funny. And they yeah. do small towns, so, like, it's murders that people don't know about, you know? Right. And that, I just, that's just more interesting to me because it's just, like, oh, like, these, like, random people in random small towns are just, like, losing their shit, and it's interesting. Yeah, Crime Junkies did uh, 
they called it the the murder on High Hill, but it was uh, the Delphi. Oh yeah. Case, which was really interesting. It was a two parter, um, and it was really interesting because that happened while we were at school. Yeah. So for people that don't know, Delphi is about a twenty minute drive from where Leah and I went to college. Yeah. So it was kind of a really big deal yeah, to like the campus because all of a sudden there's a murder on the loose 20 minutes from campus. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember um, Megan's mom like was texting Megan and she's like freaking out, like don't go outside after this time. And like, it was like really nerve wracking because I mean, like people walk around campus at night alone. I did it all the time. You know, sometimes I had, oh, like, yeah. especially we were, we're film majors. We had movie screenings, you know? So it's like, right. We were out yeah. at night all the time alone and yeah it was very scary because it's like it's like you listen to these things and you're like really into it but you never think it's going to be anywhere near you and it was two girls our age that like went on a hike no they were they were like 13 oh duh i for for some reason it's always been in my brain that they were our age but still they were Mm -hmm. young girls and yeah we were we're still young girls we're not 13 but technically you know. yeah I mean I get mistaken for a 16 year old all the time oh, no. I'm 22 so uh, this is irrelevant uh, but I saw a TikTok yesterday of this kid who and it was like if you're born 2004 to 2006 like use this audio like because we look way older and he looked my age and he was born in 2006 I was like I am 10 years older than this person and he looks my age and I hate myself I'm also on TikTok. Disgusting. I'm 23 years old and I'm on TikTok. I fucking love TikTok. I do too. We still are God. doing four more episodes till TikTok episode. Need, I need to do it immediately because I have TikTok songs in my head constantly. Literally constantly. <laughs> and you know what? Okay, I've got Luke. Like, he'll just, he doesn't watch TikTok or anything. Like, I'll show him some. But I, they're mostly mm-hmm. dogs. And so he'll walk around going, Sack a put in a butt. <laughs> he sings that all the time. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God, it's ruining my life. Uh, anyway. Just a couple more podcast yeah, shout-outs that I've got. Um, I've been listening to this podcast by two uh, women that actually live in Indianapolis. Shout-out to my friend Gia. She put me on to it. It's called And Also, and it's a review podcast. Yeah. So, like, they kind of just talk about stuff that they've tried recently or, like, if they have a friend that's like, hey, I really wanted to try this. Do you guys want to, like try it out for me and let me know how it is and so like they've talked about glacier and they talk about like every week they have a different beverage so usually it's like a like an alcoholic beverage Mm -hmm. that they'll they'll want to try but they also try like different LaCroix flavors or different whatever just it's a review podcast so it's cool yeah that sounds interesting and they're they're like us like they're they're friends and like it's not just people doing a Mm -hmm. podcast like they're friends in real life so they like have a good rapport So I've been listening to that, as well as I always listen to Pete Holmes's podcast, You Made It Weird. That one's always good, especially if you're, like, doing a lot of shit for a day, because it's usually, like, a three-hour-long podcast. Mm-hmm. But he does talk for about 15 minutes at the beginning, um, so I usually skip that. And then uh, Armchair Expert with Dak oh, Shepard, yeah. I usually listen to. My mom to. That, that podcast. I have to take breaks with it, because he talks so mm-hmm. much. Like, his podcast is very much about himself, even though each week has a different guest. But I still, I love Kristen Bell and Dak Mm Shepard, so I like the podcast a lot. 
I also some of the one other ones I listen to. If you're into like paranormal stuff, like if you're a crazy person like I am, although I don't think it's crazy to be into that stuff. Um, <laughs> I listen to Astonishing Legends. I don't know if you ever listened to that one. They do. Damn it. They do anything related to the unknown so like they have episodes on ghosts and ufos and bigfoot and just literally any like they're not just like paranormal they're just like you know like unknown anomalies like anything like that Mm -hmm. um and they do like really long episodes like they did a a paranormal investigation and the, the episode is like three hours long because they cover literally every single detail and I like that because it's very interesting. And they they don't come in like yeah. you know I'm like they're believers, but they're very they play to the skeptic. So they like give you every detail. And if they think something was not paranormal, they'll be like, well, this could have happened. It could have been this. Could have been that. Could have been this. But we don't know. So I really like that yeah. one. And it just covers so many different unknown things. And if you're into specifically ghosts, um, Jim Harold's campfire is. This guy hosts it, but he just has, like, random people can just call in and tell their ghost story on the podcast, and then, like, That's so fun. he'll do, like, two or three, like, phone calls per episode, and it's very interesting. So if you're into that kind of stuff. That does sound fun. Those are some good ones. Megan got me into cool, Astonishing cool. Legends because she's obsessed with Bigfoot, and she's... I'm exposing her on the internet. <laughs> I was literally going to say shout out to Megan and Bigfoot. Yeah, no, they're, they're a match, they're match made in heaven. <laughs> I just spilled my tea no. all over myself. Not the tea. <laughs> well, I didn't clear this with you, but next week I would like to do Not Waving But Drowning by Loyal yeah, Carmen. I don't know what that is, but sure. He is besties with Tom Meesh. Ooh, okay. Tom helped produce two of the Hell tracks. Yeah. Absolutely. When this album came out, this album came out uh, early spring. Mm-hmm. I, it was still while we were in school, and I was listening to it on repeat for about two okay. months. Um, and then I rediscovered it again, like, last week, and I was like, oh, fuck, we gotta do it. Okay. So, we gotta I'm do it. I'm into that. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Well, have a musical Monday, do everybody. It. Do it now. See you later. Bye, bitches. Bye.